Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, my name is Fikri. Uh, welcome to a special episode of Thoughts of Films. This week, Muz and I, we're going to take a bit of a break. Uh, we've got some stuff on our plates, but fret not because we still have an episode out for you. Um, this is going to be the recording of a panel discussion held at the 5th Young Filmmakers and Digital Content Forum. So this is something that was done at the end of 2019, and it features um, three very well-known filmmakers in the Malaysian context. Uh, Ines Zarusil, who made M for Malaysia, Muzamir Rahman, the director of uh, Takut Ketak and Prebet Sapu, and Nadia Hamza, the director of uh, Motif. And the topic for the discussion is basically the idea of making your first feature film. How do people transition from making documentaries or short films or, or advertising into making their directorial feature film debut. Uh, the discussion is moderated by Iki Ali and the event itself was organized by the Institute of Arts and Media Studies Malaysia, often shortened to Semesta, in association with Finas Malaysia and the Malaysian Digital Film Awards. Uh, have a listen, enjoy, and we'll See you when we see you. Nadia Hamzah, pengarah untuk motif uh, And lastly My senior Muzami, untuk uh, pengarah film Akan datang, terima kasih So, hello Assalamualaikum, selamat pagi Okay semua Okay, so Let's start with something simple So, uh, tell Tell us a bit about your background um, in regards to filmmaking, if any. Of course, I can use so, what about short film, apa, film, apa? picture film, man. of course, I. So, um, you can start first. Nisa. Hello. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Uh, um, my background, um, I went to film school in Australia. <coughs> Um, and then I came back and kind of got involved with the NGO scene because um, I kind of grew up a bit in that scene also. So uh, it kind of made sense with my interest in filmmaking and activism for me to go into documentary. So uh, yeah, I started doing mainly uh, producing videos for NGOs. Um, and I did a you know, couple of short documentaries on the side, some short films also. Uh, but yeah, that was mainly what I did until until I did um, End for Malaysia. Oh, short documentary dulu eh, and then the feature one. That's a leap. Okay, so <laughs> how about you, uh, Nadia Hamza? Hi, Sakom. Um, Okay. <laughs> I uh, studied in MMU Cyberjaya um, 
majoring in media animation but under creative multimedia so SEM in cyber if anybody is from MMU okay <laughs> and then um, so basically it's advertising design and I graduated worked as a copywriter in an advertising agency before going into film school and then coming back I had to serve my bond because I went on a scholarship, then I breached my contract, and then I have been working in film since 2012. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, Moose, silakan. Hi, um, saya, um, um, background saya, saya belajar writing, creative writing di UITM, diploma, then degree I films. Uh, kemudian ada short course di Asian Film Academy, Busan. So ada fly program Dia short course juga di Philippines So so kalau background background secara formal um, Itulah Kalau informal um, buat short lah Okay cool So nak tahu juga ah, Korang rasa macam Does your background Korang ni Apa membantu tak dalam In the process of creating your future film ni Korang rasa sangat membantu ke macam ni How, how do you guys Take the. Yeah, someone, 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 Yes and no. It's about. I think feature film is a is a whole different beast. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, there were little things I brought. I had experience in, like you know, kind of shooting on the fly and doing interviews. I've done many, many, many interviews. So that helps, but then, you know, putting together a, a half an hour story and putting together a 90 minute story are two very different things. Um, also, you know, things like budgeting for a feature film and all that is also very different. Uh, so yeah, I I say yes and no, yes and no. Yes and no. Uh, well, first, yeah, so first feature film definitely I learned so much lah in the process. You co-directed this with Dian. Dian, okay. Yeah. Um, background. Um, I have to agree again, Inezo. Actually, yes and no, because um, making a feature film, much like making the film, tu satu benda. Tapi actually, lepas tu banyak lagi benda. Like nobody prepares you. Kalau orang hantam kat internet, jangan terasa. Macam tu. Actually, it's like a, it's so much more than just make making a film. Um, I think in terms of like having a film school background, it helps you uh, in terms of like trying to write the story or you know uh, directing actors. But there's two two satu benda. But actually, feature film is like a much bigger thing than that lah. So there's a mix. Uh, yes and no. Okay, who's Jennifer? Okay, um, background. Uh, kalau belajar di school. Um, sangat membantu for me lah. Firstly, um, di school saya didedahkan dengan banyak-banyak filem yang saya rasa kalau saya tak masuk school saya tak tonton filem tu. Saya tak tahu pun nak kenapa nak tonton filem-filem tu. So secara tak langsung dia inspire saya untuk buat my first feature. Then dengan filem school kita ada kawan. So dengan kawan tu lah because my first feature is um, um, is a self funding punya filem. So bila self funding um, saya bukannya ada RM200,000 pun. So saya ada uh, my my crew lah. My, my team, my kawan yang okay. yang bukanlah bukan nak cakap saya tak bayar mereka tapi saya ajak mereka berkolaborasi is help lah dan cuma um, um, walaupun ada background um, 
um, di film school juga tapi bila proses um, membikin tu pun satu school yang lain pula uh, banyak benda yang kita kita uh, waktu di school kita ajar um, kita diajar dengan menonton filem-filem yang baik tapi kita tak tahu macam mana menghasilkan filem yang baik sebab tak ada orang yang tahu bila rasiat tu filem tu akan jadi baik so bila kita buat sini kita experience kita ada duit so for me um, background school satu satu hal lain dan um, um, by making the film to school yang lain juga okay interesting things so Okay, uh, korang before korang decide to make a feature film, korang buat macam-macam. But then, what triggers you guys to finally make one? Sebab macam, yelah korang buat macam-macam and then tiba-tiba terdetik, I think it's time for me to make a feature film. What what triggers you and, yeah, what make you guys finally want to do film making? To do a feature film? For really, yeah. So? Okay, uh, actually after coming uh, out of film school, memang benda tu, uh, I think buat feature film, um, when, I, when I say feature film, bukan long form. Long form tu bermakna pun boleh kan, kat TV ke whatever. Tapi feature film yang uh, satu film yang akan dipamerkan di panggung wayang. Itu adalah satu uh, dream untuk mana-mana filmmaker sekalipun. I think semua orang pun ada that cita-cita dan harapan. Jadi it's just macam berapa lama Atau berapa susah Atau berapa senang proses tu untuk uh, Anyone lah Tapi macam for me Macam I graduated from film school Benda tu memang nak sangat-sangat buat Masa bila I graduate macam Early uh, 2011 Betul balik kat uh, Malaysia Macam macam idealistic gila Macam oh next year nak buat dah Tapi <laughs> Tak Dia tak sesenang tu Because macam dalam proses Macam nak tulis script Nak macam prepare the treatment deck Lepas tu nak shop the script around Lepas tu lepas macam nak dekat 10 Rejection daripada studio Independent uh, investors Or like private investors semua And then dia akan balik bagi kita Macam benda ni worth it ke tak nak buat So macam bila Sampai satu tahap tu Saya dah sampai tahun 2014 Memang saya okay Script dah siap semua Cerita dah okay Okay, dah buat around Tapi macam dengan rejection semua Memang kita akan rasa patah hati semua Macam alamak Nak ke tak Nak ke tak Tapi bila suddenly macam Okay banyak Bila dalam banyak-banyak Doors that close on you Akan ada satu Door yang akan open Dan tiba-tiba Kita orang For me lah pihak Wayang Works Kita orang ada jumpa This private investor uh, And then dia cakap Okay kalau you masukkan This amount of money Kita akan masukkan This amount of money So that's what Me and my producing lah. Kita orang pergi bank Ambil loan And then kita tunjuk sebagai hasil komitmen Kita punya komitmen Lepas tu investor tu masuk Then that's how Bila duit tu dah cukup Oktober 2017 baru kita orang Duit cukup Duit masuk dalam account tu Baru kita orang berani nak jalan Because saya tak nak Nanti halfway tak dapat bayar aku Tak dapat ni semua So everything was like already in place Especially funding And then that's why I shoot October 2017 Tu pun dia release tahun ni kan 2019 So dia macam Proses tu sangat lama Tapi sebab tu macam kita nak buat Macam kita nak buat at least sekali dah hidup kita Kalau kita tak boleh buat at sekali At least kita nak buat benda tu sekali ha, Itu my motivation lah Okay, that's all tak? Sleep, Kenapa tiba-tiba like You are from a different kind of background And then suddenly You have to do political kind of documentary And it's about your granddad of a people <laughs> So yeah. Yeah, please tell, please enlighten us why you. Um, I didn't want to do it actually. <laughs> it was it was really not planned. We had no pre-production whatsoever. Um, it was my co-producer Dian's idea actually. 
she called my mom up and was like, is anyone following this 92-year-old man? Um, and there wasn't. So I'm the only filmmaker in the family, so of course my mom called me. Uh, and, um, and yeah, I told my mom, I was super reluctant, I told my mom like, okay, I'll try like maybe a couple of days, see how. <laughs> And then, um, and then once we got onto the campaign, it was just like insane, right? The whole, all the traumas were just like kind of mind blowing, and it felt like something was really happening. So I, so I decided, yeah, it was important to document, and I was the only one who could, you know, like sit in the car with him, sit in the plane with him, and ask him questions, and he's comfortable with me, all that. So it was very accidental, actually. And yeah, during the campaign, we didn't know what we were going to do with it also, right? Also, we didn't know who was going to win. So it was only a week after the election that we decided um, we were going to make a film, uh, and a feature film, and one that is going to be in the cinema. And um, yeah, that was all very scary. <laughs> But um, I think um, what, yeah, after the election, it was obvious that the footage we had was quite precious and that it was important to make something out of it. So, yeah, all very accidental. Memang on the spot, betul ni? Okay, 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 interesting. So, what's the name? So, so start 2013 um, saya memang ada idea untuk buat feature tapi uh, that script memerlukan kos yang tinggi so fikir-fikir kita pergi banyak uh, try to go to meetup far festival pergi lab semua tak dapat so 2016 sebab um, Waktu tu saya umur 27 tu kek Sebab saya ada urge cakap Saya mesti kena buat feature filem sebelum umur 30 Sebab after 30 mungkin saya punya pemikiran lain So after 30 saya boleh tengok Oh ini work saya um, untuk 20-an Tahun 20-an Dan saya rasa semua yang filem student yang masuk uh, School um, teringin nak buat feature filem Sebab um, berbeza dengan filem pendek Ataupun untuk TV um, Bila kita buat feature filem dan tayang kat sinema um, Benda tu macam terpahat Benda tu ada dalam arkaif Kalau dia akan kekal lah Kalau um, Finas punya data dia ada Kalau IMDB dia ada data tu Drama TV kita susah nak cari So itu salah satu Dan um, tak tahu apa Tak tahu macam mana apa. Um, yalah kita muda waktu tu lah. Sekarang sekarang dah 30 Waktu tu 26 macam Nothing tulus lah kalau buat first feature So um, the first script memang tak dapat fun Kita tukar cari script yang lebih murah untuk buat uh, so um, sebab uh, keinginannya memang satu nak nak cabar sebab kita dah buat short short bagi bagi saya macam dia bukanlah tak mencabar dia sangat simple kita ada duit kita buat dan um, screening dia um, kita boleh tayang dia punya uh, ada platform dia uh, festival ataupun event-event tapi kalau apa um, feature kita boleh tayang kat cinema boleh tayang wide screen semua itulah yang rasa nak buat dan Keinginan untuk buat sebelum umur 30 tu Tu yang penting tu ha. Memang nak kena tengok Baik-baik apa Baik era lah macam 20s buat apa 30s buat apa macam tu Dan saya buat <laughs> Saya start shoot pun tahun 2017 Kan dah nak masuk 2020 Belum release lagi So by release Saya punya pemikiran dah lain Sekarang waktu post pun Saya dah oh, bodohnya waktu tu Waktu 4 <laughs> tahun lepas So tapi tak apa Itu proses kan Ya yeah. Okay, so rasanya my next question ni korang dah sort of sentuh juga sebenarnya But I'm going to ask you anyway So, um, apa challenge untuk buat, you know, before, during and um, 
after or must not release too. So yeah, how how challenging was it? Or you meant sharing the challenge of how macam mana susahnya nak buat feature film ni? Ah, korang punya masing-masing ni. Macam mana? Okay, so macam dah cakap tadi The the first challenge Sebelum nak buat is Raising enough funds or Getting enough money untuk roll benda tu Tu memang the biggest, biggest, biggest Challenge of all actually uh, Nak dapatkan pelakon tu actually tu Still boleh cakap lah, macam boleh buruk Lagi, tapi duit memang susah Susah, sangat, 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 sangat susah Dan Haa uh, uh, as usual as in any production pre-pro semua tu still okay uh, and during production mungkin macam uh, for for motif kita ada guna macam ni first time uh, okay so crew yang crew technical yang saya dah guna crew technical department DP uh, orang semua orang yang okay so uh, apart from feature films my day job is buat commercial so team commercial tu kita dah macam kumpul-kumpul favor tau macam okey lepas ni you buat my film kan so bagi diskaun kan okey 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 so macam uh, challenge masa production tu adalah crew yang kita dah biasa tapi kita tak biasa shoot lebih dari satu hari sekali so bila kita kena shoot macam 14 ke 18 hari sekali tu macam itu yang macam menjadikan kita semua gila lepas tu uh, tambah lagi dengan pelakon-pelakon yang kita tak tahu Macam mana dia nak akan react Mungkin dalam rehearsal Okay Tapi bila sampai set Kita berdepan dengan Banyak big personalities Yang mungkin that I think Some of them are clashing juga So macam It's the process of You know Trying to get a good image Trying to tell a good story uh, While not trying to make Like your actors Like Ciao from set uh, Macam It's really 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 hard It was like a big big learning curve And you know Trying to do so much Within so little resources That we had So that was a challenge During production And after we wrap <coughs> In end of 2017 I thought Oh cepat je nak edit benda ni Tapi macam I thought the experience Was super traumatic for me That I had to like Remove myself from it For a bit Before macam continue Nak edit And it took two years Before kita orang boleh Lock picture uh, you know, work with the composers on the music, great, regrade, re-edit, recut. Uh, and then rasa macam, alamak, cerita ni macam need something more. Macam, kalau tak macam, and then we had like focus groups. Focus groups tu maknanya macam bukan macam kita pergi UITM suruh semua orang tengok. Kita macam focus group kawan-kawan 10 orang. Apa kau orang rasa okay tak? And then they're like, oh, I think you must add semua benda sini. And then like thinking, okay, what can we add? I only have like one what a uh, so little money to reshoot. Maybe like one or two scenes. Okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then uh, masuk balik editing room. And then release kat cinema. Lepas tu macam tak boleh buat apa je lah. That was the, uh, the But the challenge after releasing, releasing it into the cinemas was kita orang buat marketing sendiri juga distribution and marketing sendiri so that was a whole different ball game juga at least from my end lah it was exciting because I come from advertising so I'm like oh best you would tapi at the same time macam how do I respond to all these people saying things how do we respond in the best way possible because macam it's so hard I'm like I'm not the type of person yang macam kita pergi kat Twitter yo like my film is the best guys go tengok okay like some people it's natural for them but for me it's not so somebody else has to do it for me and then macam you realise macam okay orang akan hentam no matter what orang akan tangkap gambar cinema terkosong no matter what so kita kena reda je and hope for the best ha, tu je okay okay so <laughs> 
Um, I'm so glad I don't have to work with actors. actors. <laughs> uh, yeah, challenges was, yeah, I mean, after, it was such a big, well, it felt like such a big responsibility, right, telling the story of GE14. Um, and so constructing the narrative was quite difficult because, uh, like, we knew we wanted to give it context. Right, context to the election. So, where do you start? How far back do you go? You can start at Merdeka if you want to. Actually, you can. And uh, and our politics is such a complex history. How do you condense it in a way that is still entertaining, but informative and balanced? And you know, politics also, right? So objectivity is paramount and how do I do that being his granddaughter how do I be objective because um, from the beginning Diane and I said we don't want to make a propaganda movie that's not what we do <laughs> or want to do um, and we also have our conflicts with him so how do we tell that side how do we be as honest as possible um, about our feelings about the politics so yeah it was a lot of difficult conversations and difficult decisions about um, what to put in, what to say, um, and still be, yeah, being balanced as well. Um, and then also as a documentary, because we wanted to put in a lot of context, we had a lot of archives. And I don't know if you guys have like dug through the archives anywhere, but generally we're not great at keeping archives. <laughs> Um, it's difficult to find things and to, um, you know, get their licenses and pay for them and expensive, archives are really expensive. Um, so yeah, like our first act, our first half an hour is pretty much built completely with archives. So that was difficult. There was a lot of running around and asking quest uh, permissions and YouTubing stuff and then working backwards to find who owns that footage and yeah <laughs> and then um, yeah so I mean but you know I really enjoyed the whole editing process and, and crafting that story um, that was the more fun part and then when it was done and distribution was <laughs> super difficult um, because we've never had a documentary in the cinema before a Malaysian documentary. Yeah. I dig a yeah. yeah, Okay. There are a few like but you know this is like <laughs> the most one. known the most known one this one. Oh. Yeah. No. Because they kept telling us it was the first one. So yeah, but okay. It's, but you know, the cinemas at the end of the day are a business, right? They want to make money. So political one was not easy. I think we showed the cinema like three or four times, the film, before they finally agreed um, to give us some space. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty challenging. And then, like Nadia said, once it, come out, once it comes out and then people have opinions. <laughs> and dealing with that is, is difficult. Like, I had to totally switch off from social media for a for a few days because it was just too much. Um, yeah, so it's also good to have, you know, people to handle that stuff for you. <laughs> yeah, so I think those are the biggest challenges that we had. Yeah. 
Almost after tu tak sangat sebab tak release lagi kan So tapi cerita je lah apa, apa yeah. challenge dia kan So uh, mata ketiga-tiga saya punya filem je belum release <laughs> Dan tak ada orang yang belum tonton lagi So saya dah tonton filem mereka berdua Okay. So uh, cabaran uh, kalau cakap dari segi kewangan financial memang I think everyone, every filmmaker dekat Malaysia akan akan hadapi masalah Even yang first timer, muda ataupun orang lama yang dah biasa dah menang award You mesti ada problem So so itu pertama masalah Keduanya tentang um, story Macam mana um, saya punya cabaran macam mana saya nak buat story tu um, ikut bajet yang saya ada Dan Waktu saya menulis tu saya uh, filem tu tentang kisah um, orang muda lelaki dan perempuan yang hidup di Kuala Lumpur dan latar belakang tu waktu tu tengah uh, nak tengah pilihan raya 2018 tu. So waktu saya tulis tu saya berjangka ke Barisan Nasional akan tetap menang. So um, while shooting dah uh, filem tu dah first half shooting, oh lama uh, BN kalah. Kan? So dia macam ada tukar sikit naratif Tapi bila fikir balik Bila dah dah um, Pakatan menang dah setahun Benda tu tetap sama So in the end macam tak ada berubah pun So um, rupanya um, filem yang saya buat tu Tentang um, harapan tentang masa depan tu Dia tetap samalah um, Even uh, waktu zaman BN ke waktu zaman Sebab uh, kita um, orang muda tetap macam itu Kita mungkin ada benda-benda sikit yang berbeza Tapi bukan berubah lah So itu cabaran dan Um, untuk menyiapkan Saya tak rasa begitu terbeban sangat Sebab saya funding Tak ada orang yang akan ketuk saya Bila nak siap So bila orang tanya uh, Bila nak siap Saya akan jawab uh, filem ni akan siap Bila dia nak siap So itu yang saya Betul lah Sebab um, saya tak, tak ada terbeban Dengan benda tu Cuma um, apa yang merisaukan saya adalah Sebab kita buat uh, dengan um, Harapan dan sokongan kawan-kawan Yang tolong So macam mana kita, saya Nak buat satu filem yang mereka Yang tolong saya ni Rasa word Berbaloi untuk mereka tolong Dan um, mereka boleh rasa macam um, Okay, ini kita tolong buat Bila di, di sebuah itu Itu yang saya sendiri rasa terbeban Dan saya rasa macam Adakah filem saya ni Akan akan uh, berbaloi untuk penonton Tonton di pawagam Itu yang sangat merisaukan saya lah uh, Other than that, saya okay je Okay uh, So um Basically walaupun Goose punya belum keluar lagi But basically all three dah, dah buat dah pun movie tu Dah basically in all the final stages uh, Goose punya film So looking back apa yang korang dah buat tu What will you change about it? What, how you make it different? If you can turn back time and Goose still ada lagi masa kot sebab dia boleh edit lagi kan <laughs> Tapi kalau macam uh, basically what Macam mana korang akan When looking back, how you gonna make it different if, if, if not what is already done? Uh, how will you make any different? Um, susah soalan kalau ni kan? Um, kalau saya diberi pilihan, saya akan cari banyak duit lagi untuk buat filem tu. Tapi bila cari banyak filem tu akan jadi lain. So um, itu adalah proses saya waktu tu. Dan saya rasa um, apa yang akan keluar nanti itulah dia waktu tu. Dia tak akan mewakili saya sepanjang zaman Dia mewakili saya waktu zaman tu je So apa yang saya nak boleh ubah pun Saya tak tahu saya nak saya boleh Saya akan ubah apa sebab um, Terhad saya punya ni saya, saya tak tahu apa yang boleh Mungkin kalau saya ubah sebab film saya Prebet Sapu uh, Banyak cerita, uh, banyak uh, shooting menggunakan kereta Ada banyak tracking shot uh, Kalau saya boleh ubah saya tak nak buat cerita tu lah cerita, uh, Saya akan buat cerita yang Orang bercakap je ke All the ways uh, Itu je lah macam ni Nizah sebab yours is political so it's factual but ha, I don't know if you can 
twist or skew it, but if you could, how would you do it after the fact? Uh, I, I think I would use better cameras. <laughs> because, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because we were such in a rush, we kind of just, you know, put together a really quick crew. Um, so yeah, I think it will mostly be technical, you know. Uh, Story-wise, it's like, I mean, I think what part of what makes it great is because we didn't know who was going to win, right? The tension is very real, and that's not something you can really recreate. Um, so yeah, I think just like technically, like, I use better equipment, I think. <laughs> I think for me, macam, I don't know lah, it's something yang, uh, dia macam in, internal conflict tau. Dia macam, alamak, if I had more time to shoot, maybe I would have had a better third act. Maybe I would have used less smoke in my shots. Uh, a lot of things. And maybe macam like two years down the road, looking at the edit, like, oh my god, why didn't I just do... A, take a little bit more buffer kat sini or kat sana macam banyak sangat benda yang I would have done tapi macam it's either macam oh do I be a perfectionist and macam okay jangan release benda ni sampai betul-betul perfect or do I just okay maybe maybe this time dengan kekangan masa kekangan duit then uh, okay maybe it's time kalau simpan lagi okay mesti simpan lama-lama <laughs> tapi kalau nak simpan bagi perfect tak apa macam kita release je dulu tak apalah biarlah apa orang nak cakap orang yang because orang yang suka suka orang yang tak suka tak suka tapi macam banyak orang cakap macam oh you ni actually tak ready macam you ni short film okay je tapi you punya feature macam hampir ke laut macam lain tapi kita terima je so macam kita kena terima pasal benda tu orang tanya oh kutipan berapa okay okay lah 100 something okay for us because kita punya uh, kita punya investment is not a lot tapi orang suka-suka macam because kan film lain semua berjuta-juta-juta 12 juta lepas 5 hari 13 juta lepas seminggu macam okay faham tapi dia kena faham semua orang punya journey tu lain and kita punya film macam Wireworks kita tak ada branding kita bukan Astro Shaw kita bukan GB kita bukan Scope kita tak ada branding apa-apa ini adalah contribution kita orang okay it's an independent feature so Uh, untuk mewarna dan uh, uh, the whole uh, apa industry. So kalau orang berterima terima tak leh tak apa. Memang banyak benda boleh tukar. Tapi I think at that time it was just okay enough. So macam kan I think orang Islam cakap kita jangan what if what if kan. Ha, so kita kena move forward. Kita pandang ke depan. Dasar pandang ke depan aku benda lah. Something like that. <laughs> okay. Okay so uh, dalam antara tiga-tiga ni uh, two of them Yiza punya uh, film dengan Nadia Hamzah have travel to festivals which is very impressive. So I just nak tahu lah what's the difference of reception between dekat sana or the festivals and dekat sini. Ada discrepancy ke apa ke? How, how is it like different? How did this they receive our uh, your films? Uh. Okay. Uh, feature boleh travel from power lah apa debut feature pula tu so. okay. uh, kita orang masuk satu festival which was like uh, Far East Film Festival kat Udini Italy um, because in 2015 our script was picked untuk part of uh, Thai Set Bind the workshop so macam diorang pada diorang benda-benda yang dah di workshop dalam the lab it would be so cool for them macam nak tengok benda tu dah go full circle lah benda jadi tak workshop benda tu tak jadi macam dia workshop benda tu jadi and ada produk dia uh, 
Okay I'll give you an honest answer lah Masa kat film school dulu pun macam uh, I cuba buat Masa my short film tu I cuba buat cerita-cerita yang Berkisahkan pasal Mak Saleh uh, Semua tak jadi uh, Masa last-last bila buat cerita Melayu And bila dia tak faham bahasa tu dia rasa macam benda tu sangat eksotik dan lain dan baru. So banyak benda yang kita boleh uh, that is permissible for them. But it's good. So when we showed motif, um, I think a lot of people, especially uh, when we showed it, it was in Italy. Like macam there were so many Italians, especially elderly women, yang datang macam oh it was such a delicious film. Thank you for making a film for that about women. Because mungkin dia tak tahu dalam konteks sebenar poligami dalam cerita motif kan ada poligami and stuff like that. Pada diorang benda tu baru. Pada diorang diorang tak pernah tengok lagi wanita muslim yang tak bertudung dalam filem dari negara Islam. Ah macam tu. Yang tak oppress. Yang macam oh dia boleh jadi polis eh. Macam oh okay that's cool. Lawak juga. Tapi macam rasa macam okay mungkin filem-filem Malaysia, filem Malaysia kita tak ada branding. So pada diorang benda tu baru And diorang boleh terima Sedangkan kat orang Malaysia sendiri Kita suka je cakap Alah bukan macam tu pun Bukan macam tu pun Mana diorang macam tu Kita lagi judge film kita sendiri So I think that was The most interesting uh, Take back from Going to festivals lah Dia punya penerimaan orang tu Kena macam mana diorang Boleh terbuka Tengok benda lain Yang tak biasa diorang tengok Especially in the language Yang diorang tak faham langsung So yeah Mus-mus tak, tak masuk kot sebab belum lagi. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree with Nadia. It's, um, yeah, with my film, it's like something completely different that, you know, foreigners have never seen before and most most non-Malaysians don't really know about Malaysian politics, so it was very new to them. They learned something different and um, I And you know, I I think one of the main reasons we wanted to do the festival thing was to share this great, wonderful story. Because you know, in the past few years, um, most of our news making international headlines wasn't great. Whether it's you know MH370 or 1MDB, it's all it was all pretty horrible for a while. Um, so this was like. I think something we were really proud of that we as Malaysians, you know, changed the government peacefully without a drop of blood after 60 years. And yeah, that was very impressive to non-Malaysians. You know, people outside the country go like, well, you had 82% voter turnout. That's amazing, you know? And we're like, yeah, yes, <laughs> um, Yeah, so the reception was really, really good. Um, And people resonated with it, right? Even the non-Malaysians, because the themes are quite universal. It's, docu- it's democracy, it's the power of the people, it's, you know, election, gerrymandering, and all that that happens everywhere, and corruption, right? It happens everywhere. Like, people get it. People get the stories, even if they don't know the names or the political parties or our political system, they still get the story. It resonates with them. So yeah, I think the reception was really good everywhere we went. And then also with like, you know, Malaysians abroad, um, the ones who didn't come home for the elections, they loved kind of living through it on the big screen. So yeah, we had a really good reception from Malaysians abroad also. Yeah. Cool. So Mus, ada cita-cita nak kerja festival juga ke? Sebab tengok dorang macam buat juga, nak juga ke? Sekarang yang penting film tu siap dululah. 
Itu paling penting Cayok, cayok Fighting Okay, so um, Moving on to Another interesting bit This is Kena tinggalkan Nizah pula This is for both of them Apa <laughs> untuk <laughs> Najah dengan uh, Mus um, Despite being like Like your debut feature Korang punya Korang punya apa Bahasa pelakon macam Quite solid lah I'd say So how do you guys convince this like mix of new fresh blood and veteran talents to be new movie and channel orang react to korang punya work and get excited and sampai nak lakon dalam korang punya film so macam ni mus dengan dia untuk saya pelakon utama saya Amirul Afendi Mefendi lepas tu ada cameo lah cameo kita ada Bron Namron Sreifamani a few names so um Cameo tu sebab saya pernah buat short films, saya pernah student, so pernah buat kerjasama dengan orang, saya pernah buat untuk television, so panggil untuk satu hari. Dan untuk uh, watak utama tu, saya memang convince gila-gila lah. So Amirul tu saya kenal gitu-gitu, saya tak betul personally kenal, tapi saya bawa skrip untuk jumpa dia. Perpulsaan saya beritahu, saya tulis skrip ni memang untuk Amirul Afendi punya karakter. Kalau dia tak berlakon, filem tak buat. So memang betul waktu tu memang tak ada orang lain. So kalau dia tolak, saya Mungkin kena buat filem lain lah Itu salah satu approach Untuk convince Sebab Ya memang macam itu Dan dan bila kita dah ada Few pelakon yang orang kenal So yang lain semua macam Rasa benda ni serius lah Dan waktu tu Kawan-kawan saya tolong pun Banyak dah pekerja industri Dah banyak Kenal few pelakon Dan dia orang tolong lah Sebab oh, okay Yang certain pelakon ni dapat Sebab um, Kru saya Eddie ni pernah kerja dengan dia Dia tolong So circle macam itu So dia end untuk buat ni kita kena um, macam saya waktu zaman belajar tu um, banyak banyak bantu orang lain so macam ada cakap lah ni masa untuk orang bayar balik. Okay, hmm. okay. So ni dia macam ni? Uh, actually industri filem kamera ni sangat 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 kecil and semua orang akan kenal sesama sendiri walaupun kita tak bergerak dalam circle yang sama bila cakap circle yang sama tu macam okey kita jumpa sekali tapi kita tak kerja sekali kan so kita mungkin kerja dengan kru teknikal lain orang dekat meeting design orang lain tapi actually industry is very very small and then macam even pelakon yang ada kenal dengan kru teknikal semua kita orang semua macam dia orang sangat-sangat uh, dahagakan cerita-cerita yang lain daripada apa yang disajikan dekat TV Or apa yang usually uh, Diorang akan dapat So macam bila kita ada rasa cerita kita lain sikit Or kita nak pelakon macam ni lah For instance Lepas tu kita just Okay Contact diorang Approach Lepas tu cakap Okay ni skrip uh, oh, Boleh so tak buat okay, Nak tak uh, Macam tu lah So macam uh, Pilihan kita orang macam, Untuk kita orang For uh, Syarifah Mani Memang kita dah kerja dengan dia A few times before that Lepas tu memang kita nak dia As Inspector Dewi Tapi macam uh, Datuk Roshamda tu Dia dia punya Orang cakap Counting game tu Lama sikit lah uh, Because dia macam Kau ni siapa? Macam-macam <laughs> like uh, Okay lelak bang <laughs> Macam uh, But Bagi dia baca skrip Bagi dia macam Try to convince Macam you know Macam kalau kita nak pergi Bawa treatment Pergi pitch mana-mana Sama je So dengan pelakon yang lebih <coughs> Bukan lebih better Yang lebih berpengalaman And uh, Ada some uh, Macam 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 Dato' Rosham lah Susah sikit nak Dapat dia Tapi kalau kita boleh convince dia And dia sangat-sangat Percaya kat orang muda Dia rasa kita ni adalah Harapan masa depan So macam Tak apa pergi dia And actually Bila kerja dengan dia pun Macam Rasa sangat-sangat best 
Because dia tak ada nak berbeza-bezakan kita Kalau you ada director, you ada director Dia akan cuba bekerja sama dengan kita Dia tak ada level Semua orang is at zero So macam itulah So kalau ada rasa nak guna pelakon mana-mana ke Rasa macam don't think Ni Malaysia, ni bukan macam nak tanya Brad Pitt tau It's like totally different guys You don't have like USD 2-3 million in the pocket Like lepas tu nak kena minta agent lah bla bla bla. No 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 Malaysia is very small You just tanya je Kalau susah sangat You tweet dia orang Ah, not kidding Betul, betul, betul It has worked in the past So macam <laughs> Kata Set meeting Kata okay My manager number D You just set up a meeting So then okay lah ah, Jangan rasa Siapa-siapa tu Especially pelakon ah, Macam dia tak tercapai Dia macam Sebenarnya ada je kat situ Okay lah Something similar Tak nak tinggalkan Nizah kesian dia So <laughs> Apa You are Shooting documentary So macam mana Orang in the documentary Self reacting to You doing it Like being Participants of it ada tak? Sebab saya honestly I never get the chance to see it. Sorry. <laughs> so um, how was it like? Convincing them? Uh, convincing them yes and getting all the you know yeah, getting the to be in there and act natural whatever. So how, how do you handle that situation? Because documentary is a different ballpark from fiction. So yeah it's interesting to know lah. Macam uh, I think <laughs> I mean, getting them to act natural, I I try to, I don't know, be a fly on the wall as much as I can. So not get in their face. So if they don't notice I'm there, lagi bagus, you know? Um, but also then afterwards when we did like, you know, interviews and stuff, um, that was a bit tougher lah, because, you know, politicians. and. <laughs> Uh, they all talk to you, they all answer questions like they're talking to press, you know, like I'm a reporter asking them questions and I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop doing that. Don't give me your PR answer, like just be <laughs> you, you know. So, yeah, but some of them memang tak boleh. Like, <laughs> they will still give you their PR pitch. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was a bit tough. And also, you know, trying to convince them that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an honest film, I'm not going to throw you under the bus, you know, like, um, and some of them, like, um, like, Dr. Wan Aziza, who wanted her team to watch the film first, before she gave us the okay, so, yeah, a bit like that lah, I have to go through lawyers, jump to, <laughs> um, yeah, so, just in case, I don't know, <laughs> what they thought I was going to do, but, you know, like that lah, uh, yeah, so, did I answer your question? Is that yeah, it sort of answered my question. Yeah, the, yeah. I, at yeah. least I know how how you, you know, uh, not making everyone in there and actually whatever. Yeah, that is good to know. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. thanks for the enlightenment. Okay. <laughs> so I think I'm I'm running out of good <laughs> question questions to ask you guys. So, okay. Um, you guys have any upcoming projects or in development projects in the pipeline so far? Untuk yeah, next project korang ada tak? Is there anything in development? Uh, <laughs> Oscars. <laughs> yeah, Oscars. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's um, one. Yeah. Nothing concrete yet, but I think. Um, but I really, we have so many stories to tell, you know. And I think what's been interesting traveling around with these films and meeting Malaysians, the Malaysian diaspora, 
has been super interesting, especially the ones that left Macham 20, 30 years ago. Um, they all have interesting stories about why they left Malaysia, how they feel about Malaysia, their relationship with home. Um, yeah, I think a lot of them, especially the older ones, when they watched the film, it was like all these like emotions came up about home, like guilt and anger and happiness and pride and all these things came up. Um, so yeah, I heard some really amazing stories and I feel like um, they should be documented somehow. So that's kind of what I have in my head at the moment. But uh, also I need a holiday in that first. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to say I watched it, and uh, as much as it is like a political documentary, like it also felt like a a love letter to your grandfather, and I really appreciated it, like the the romanticized nuances. So it was like, oh, <laughs> what a cute old man! But he's our prime minister, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I really appreciated those uh, upcoming projects. Okay, so I've gone back to my day job, which is like buat commercial. So nak kena shoot ayam goreng nanti semua. Ayam goreng, <laughs> KFC. Um, tak tahu lah, because like, like I said, like actually making films is like you have like an internal conflict with yourself almost every single day. Macam you dapat idea all the time. Dapat every day ada different idea. Eh, aku nak macam cerita ni, cerita ni. Tapi at the same time, it's also a business. Macam it's so freaking hard, you know, like. Kalau kita nak buat film, kena duit. So, macam kalau kita buat pergi studio, macam, okay, diorang nak this kind of film because mengikut data scientist diorang, uh, these are the films that will make money. And, oh, kalau nak buat cerita yang that is true to your artist's heart, maybe you won't make money. Tapi you need time to find money for it. So, at this time, at this point in time, I macam tengah chill dulu lah. Uh-uh. Uh, sebenarnya, actually, uh, when I was scrolling through your apa catalog of works, I also found this, which is like even before motif was materialized, Jupiter, apa cerita tu? Oh, That is like very interesting, it's like sci-fi and you got, again, solid cast. <laughs> ada Sofia Jane, ada Beto, Nadia Nisa, Dizakia. Yeah, what happened to it? Are you going to revisit it or are you going to like, is this going to be like, apa orang kata, ah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, will you revisit it or go in with it or what would do? Uh, <laughs> oh my god. So, Jupiter, we made it with a development fund from MDEC. If anything, I feel responsible. Macam nak kena tunjuk MDEC is success story lah. <laughs> but the thing is, macam bila kita orang keluarkan motif, I rasa macam the story is very contained because I had to do it within this limited budget and time. But I'm scared. Kalau motif pun macam I rasa macam banyak orang still tak boleh nak accept the way that it's told. And I, I do agree. Memang ada some loopholes in the story. Tapi macam I tried not to say everything tau. Tak nak be so expository. So I takut kalau cerita macam Jupiter which is a sci-fi sci-fi and then actually Jupiter is also about uh, kiamat. So, dia tak ada cerita tu. I mask it as a sci-fi but it's like actually cerita pasal the end of time and matahari terbit dari timur. I think. Oh, barat. I'm not sure. Uh, tak tahu lah, Bu. Siapa dia? Barat, eh. Sarah Barat kan? Uh-huh. So, macam 
Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so kalau barat macam saya takut macam orang masih tak lihat tiba. So mungkin dalam 10 tahun lagi ke maybe when our audiences bukan nak dub down audiences ke apa tapi also macam in terms of like you know uh, if uh, studios are willing to take on something that is so foreign and they are ready to take this risk that mungkin saya akan buat lagi cepat. Skrip tu semua dah ada. Cuma macam tak ready nak keluarkan takut macam orang tak boleh nak terima. Tapi I think you should go for it Sebab apa SS3 is tackling similar teams But it's not that good So maybe you can do better Ah, Tak pernah nampak saya lah kan <laughs> yeah. So most Anything uh, Upcoming ke Tengah buat ke So upcoming tengah buat tu Private Sapu lah tengah siapkan So uh, Private Sapu is uh, um, Film drama um, Black and white So lama sama tahun depan juga Bulan April saya akan keluar film kedua Horror Comedy Itu itu under um, Under studio lah So tu sangat senang Shooting, edit semua dah Siap dah So akan tayang by April So tu live as filmmaker lah So beside that um, Selain kita Saya buat filem Saya rasa saya perlu apa Membangunkan penonton juga So untuk membangunkan penonton Saya terlibat dengan Satu organisasi Dipanggil Wayang Budiman So Wayang Budiman tu Kita tayang filem So kita akan ada Satu event Bulan ujung bulan satu Termasya Wayang Budiman kita akan invite uh, few tentang uh, Akan bercakap tentang archiving Sebab Malaysia sangat teruk tentang archiving um, Tentang penontonan, tentang adaptasi Tentang um, filem Malaysia terbaik sepanjang zaman Itu dari saya untuk membangunkan penonton Dan saya juga terlibat untuk membangunkan um, Yang filmmaker juga Sebab tadi um, cakap saya ni apa? Yang filmmaker yang paling senior kan So so saya terlibat dengan pesta filem kita So pesta filem kita adalah apa event yang akan diadakan March. So sekarang kita dalam proses kita kita dah beri geran kepada tujuh filmmaker untuk orang uh, buat short film ni short film dokumentari. So sekarang dalam proses um, um, pre-production tentang um, development tengah skrip dua kasut bulan satu dah kita akan tayang bulan tiga. So um, inilah benda yang saya tengah buat um, sebagai filmmaker membangkan penonton dan juga uh, membangkan filmmaker lain. So itu adalah kerja-kerja lain. Cool. So any last words to our apa, aspiring filmmaker yang teringin nak buat debut feature Anything, any pep talk to to, to give them? Uh, ada apa-apa nasihat ke apa ke? <coughs> uh, making a feature film is very scary <laughs> It is very scary You're putting a lot of yourself out there um, But I think what I learnt the most out of this whole journey was to kind of trust my gut, trust myself lah, really. Um, and there are definitely times where you second guess, you doubt yourself, did I do this right, should we put this in, da 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 Semua tu is normal. But at the end of the day, just go with your gut and trust the story you want to tell. Yeah, that's all I can say really. Okay, untuk saya pula Untuk siapa yang nak buat first picture Janganlah Jangan-jangan <laughs> buat Sebab uh, Orang orang uh, Ada orang akan bercakap jangan Sebab satu disayang Orang tu Sebab uh, proses untuk buat picture lain Dengan Dengan shot Lagi kedua memang Susah Sebab Saya hari tu ada tonton uh, Dolomite is my name So Dia waktu nak buat filem tu Kawan Dia punya kawan baik Saya cakap jangan buat Tapi dia degil So untuk uh, Membuat uh, filem ni Bila orang cakap jangan Kita de- kena degil lah Kita kena buat sebab memang um, In the end Sebab kita punya kerja 
Saya ingat lagi waktu um, um, saya shoot saya ada panjang shoot sebab tak ada duit dan saya buat grab. Bila saya buat grab tu apa uh, um, saya ceritalah saya tak cukup duit buat apa uh, tengah cari duit untuk siapkan shot lah. Lepas tu yang uh, penumpang saya tu dia dia kata dia dia ada impian nak pergi luar negara. Saya kata bagus ada impian luar negara. So saya pun apa dia pun cakap macam at least um, awak bro saya cakap saya tengah tak duit dia kata tapi awak ada filem. In the end um, Saya rasa untuk Umur 10-30 Betul juga uh, Pilihan saya untuk buat first Biar saya miskin waktu tu Supaya umur 50 Saya dapat kenang balik Benda tu Sebab miskin tu sementara Kaya pun sementara kan So filem tu kekal Dunia pun sementara Film kekal je <laughs> So Nadia uh, Sama juga dengan bos Macam tak apa memang satu poin memang kita takkan ada duit langsung kita kan cakap kenapa kita buat benda ni dah tak ada duit dah lah sakit hati dah lah macam-macam-macam tapi macam I've met so many people in their 50s especially like uh, filmmakers uh, film directors who are who maybe who maybe mostly do commercials and then diorang macam rasa time tu dah pass tau macam diorang uh, maybe they had that uh, dream of making a feature film in their 30s or 40s But once life happens And then they'll be like Okay lah Maybe tak payah buat So at least Kalau you ada Keinginan Dan tenaga Nak buat sekarang Before life happens Nak kahwin Ada anak Ada responsibility Ada kerja Ada bill nak bayar You buat sekarang Biar apa pun orang cakap Orang cakap tak ready ke apa Buat je You have to persevere At least buat satu Because kita tahu Kita selalu tengok orang Yang macam Ah oh, this director tengok lah Filem ni dah juta-juta Tapi kita lupa Tu bukan filem first orang to get the first feature to be super successful and to have to have it to make money actually is a big miracle it's almost impossible you're right it's almost a miracle unless you have like this whole big studio like helping you along tapi other than that like you stick it as a as a as a learning curve lah so kalau ada duit tak kisah sikit macam mana pun go ahead buat je ha. jangan bagi orang cakap macam-macam just buat okay tujuh Okay, I think that's it from the panel side. So, saya sekarang boleh buka soalan kepada audience. Any questions to filmmakers kat sini? Just a question to Nadia. Hi, how are you? <laughs> uh, so, can you share your traumatic time after rapping? Why was it so traumatic? Saja tau Jawab, jawab, jawab Panas ni, panas Traumatic time uh, Okay, everybody wants to say When they go into production Like you're going into production with family It feels very loving Very warm, very welcoming But like I said, on my set There were a lot of big personalities And I think that clashed Or there were a lot of expectations For certain people to act certain way So when they didn't Of course, like there was conflict And um, that I think that was what made it kind of traumatic because I feel like I like going uh, into sets, like whenever I shoot my commercials and everything, I like to be in a happy environment because when you're happy is when you... Okay, it's different. I think when you're happy or you're tortured, you, it can produce different results. So maybe for my commercials, when it's like a happy set, I feel like I can berkarya and you can think clearly. Tapi macam... When like a, a feature film set is actually a set running on very high emotions, like there's so many things at stake, like money, time, and people breathing down your neck, and I think that whole experience was just like 
traumatic for me that I had to like really just like okay remove myself from the material before like actually looking at the edit so that was it so if anybody were to go into their first feature just make sure that you have people that you absolutely trust and love to keep you grounded on set and to remind you that you know uh, even if you're making a directing decision always go with whatever your gut is feeling because you even though people say like hey tapi tak macam tu I should be doing it like this because at every day you have to remember you are the one um, holding the burden of the footage and you are the one going to look at the edit if you didn't get that one particular shot that is so integral to the part of the, part of the story then you're going to hate yourself and nobody else so yeah so itulah does that answer your question do you know you can text me again <laughs> yeah ada lagi mungkin soalan untuk audience kot okay siapa kat sini sebenarnya belajar film eh all of them yeah okay siapa nak buat feature ah, Bina tak let's see a show of hands angkat tangan lah orang tanya tu tak ada tak ada tak ada seorang pun. Baik. Okey. Okay, tak apalah. Tak apalah. Okey. Uh, ada lagi soalan? Oh. Oh. Baik soalan tu. So jawab lah. Oh okay. Ah, uh, so I like kalau like big guns over there tell you guys to direct according to him. Korang macam korang buat macam korang react. Korang ikut ke apa ke? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Kalau orang all studio exact saya suruh korang buat direct movie. So oh, okay. how will you do, do how will you do? So depends on situations. Kalau uh, film tu memang funding by that person dan kita buat pun sebab That person je yang boleh bagi duit So kita um, Go through Kena cari jalan tengah Kena Kena take time lah Untuk explain benda tu Sometimes um, Dia orang suruh Benda tu sebab Dia orang rasa benda tu works Tapi um, Bila kita buat filem Tak ada benda Betul tak ada benda salah Tu kena Ni lah Dan So far untuk saya uh, Sebab tu uh, Saya memilih untuk Save funding sini Sebab Tak nak tak nak benda tu terjadi sebab siapa nak buat untuk TV lah contohnya sangat susah untuk TV kita kita kena ikut producer kita dan bersama kita kena ikut station dan masa sama station kata dia ikut penonton so tak tahu dia orang ni ikut siapa sebenarnya in the end in the end um, ya yeah. <laughs> kita tak tahu sebab saya pernah alami benda tu yang saya rasa macam ya yeah, kalau kalau filem kalau anda buat filem sendiri personally um, Cari producer yang betul lah Cari funder yang betul So sometimes um, Ada orang cakap Kalau producer dengan director ni Kalau boleh Boleh tidur sekatil lah Kena sama faham ha. Betul lah dia <laughs> Jawab Jawab Jangan teka simak sing Mereka sangat gentleman Sampai producer Is my husband So <laughs> Oh <laughs> Okay, <laughs> tapi dalam konteks okay, okay. Uh, dalam konteks in your konteks Adam, I think you have to find a way. Uh, I'm sure you've done like short films or whatever, kan? Uh, and I'm sure you are uh, you have been in an environment that macam your your superiors have goring to the how they sell their edits to agencies. 
So that's how you have to learn the art of menggoreng. I'm not kidding. I'm so serious. It's like, okay, how do I present my idea in a way or in a package that seems like I'm agreeing with you, but actually I'm getting my way. You get what I mean? It's an art form that you have to master. Um, and then if the money entirely is coming from this particular uh, company, then uh, you have to make certain compromises. Did you? Uh, because at the end of the day, you, you have to realize what Jamus he had to like self fund his film, and he ultimately gets 100% creative input and creative say and control. But then, like when the money is from somebody else, I think like any commission job, you have to understand and agree that okay, I am also working for you, and you are helping me bring my vision to life. So there's certain compromises that needs to be made. But not that you much like, okay lah, you do lah whatever you want. Then you're just like a gun for hire. So really find that gray area which you feel have to feel comfortable for both of you in order to move forward. Okay? Can, can, can. Go Ranger. <laughs> just to add to what they've said already, um, uh, have a good contract. The contract is very important. Um, don't let them sneak in, you know, fine print that is going to screw you over later. So get a lawyer to go through your contract and make sure... If you can have final cut, have final cut lah. But, you know, if not, then make sure you co have some compromise in the contract itself. So you cover your butt before later lah. Yeah. Any more questions from the floor? Tak boleh tanya lagi tu. Soalan untuk Musio ada projek yang horror tu. What's the title? Tajul takut ke tak? And for takut ke tak, was it idea of yours or you hired? So untuk takut ke tak tu memang ada orang kontrol lah. Saya macam director for hire. Okay, so actually benda tu tak adalah apa um, Certain director dia boleh work dengan um, Dikontrol Saya ambil contoh eh Ini bukan kritik atau kutukan Saya ambil contoh Mahmat Khalid Kalau dia punya film daripada studio Daripada Astro, daripada GB Kita tengok, okay Banyak kutipan dapat kita tengok Tapi kalau dia punya yang apa Dia punya studio sendiri su Agak sukar untuk kita tonton So uh, macam takut ketak pun ada semua semua dikawal lah. So post dikawal pemilihan pelakon saya cuma director lah. So untuk takut ketak saya um, saya panggil diri saya sebagai director untuk perbet sapu saya as uh, filmmaker lah. saya buat semua. Soalannya? Okay, uh, thank you for Inezza. Um, you mentioned contracts. Um, so. So did you had someone you had to hire someone to go through your contract or what kind of terms we did you have to sort of think about so that you know you could protect your film and your idea? Well, our our distributor was Astro Show, so our main contract was with them, and um, we did hire a lawyer um, to go through it because you know reading contracts are hard. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand half of it, right? Um, yeah, and we, it's, it's banyak lah actually, and if you can get like an entertainment lawyer, that's even better, so they know what to do. Um, 
but it's mostly like we I mean we were quite insistent on having as close to final cut as possible um, and we got that um, I mean we we also like super lucky because this was the time when Astro was um, changing their guard their heads so we negotiated with the people who left <laughs> So then the people who came in couldn't really um, mess with us in that way. Uh, yeah, so I think for us, especially because they were distributors, in terms of marketing, it was super um, important. And this was also something I learned because <laughs> uh, they will say, no one working for Astro here. Right? <laughs> Um, say they'll give us like 500,000 for marketing and that sounds great that sounds amazing right um, and then it comes to it and it's 500,000 marketing on their platform so they can value it however much they want basically right what is a 30 second spot on Astro Awani or whatever can be 200,000 you know they get to decide that so it's that's definitely the one thing I learned is that uh, you need that breakdown even at the start, at the beginning, like break it down exactly what you mean by 500,000 in marketing, you know? Because I was thinking like, oh, they're going to put up billboards and things like that, and no, like not even close. So yeah, that's that's something I learned. Now. And it's, it's really helpful to have someone, I suppose, who's gone through that process also because it's super complicated, man. Like all these legal things. So yeah, I don't know if that helps. Anyway. <laughs> yes, thank you. I was just gonna add to that, right? Like I didn't know that they promised that. I was just talking to another filmmaker who had a film like, um, kind of like the same time as mine, uh, and but his film was like kind of, uh, uh, was a, the marketing was supposed to be done by one of the major cinemas. And they just throw you a figure and they say, oh, this is how much we've spent. But you don't see that money being spent. But then you've already given away like a percentage of your film equity. So actually, the business side is very, very complicated. So like if you make a feature and you're not at the cinema, better have a producer yang actually tahu benda-benda ni. It's so, the business side actually is so intricate, so detailed, so difficult. Like, even I don't understand it. Uh, and marketing is uh, something that is super super important and we as filmmakers bila kita dah buat satu naskah tu kita nak benda tu orang tengok jadi kalau dia tak dapat like the marketing that it should be or it deserves and like you feel macam oh my god like dia janji benda ni tapi like I'm not even sure if they spend that much so yeah yeah get a good lawyer I get it yeah and know everything that's being spent on <laughs> Marketing is so important, like, because usually we think, okay, this is budget for the film, you make the film, and then you have a done product, and then you have no more budget for marketing, and then your film goes nowhere. It can be the best film ever, but if you have no marketing budget, no one's going to see it, unfortunately. So you have to think about marketing from the get-go. Have some money aside for marketing, if possible, already, because it's, it's a huge part of it. Uh, mungkin one more question kot from the floor. Okay, silakan. I have 
two question and which is more ex uh, ex uh, which is more complicated advertise the film or making a film itself <laughs> that is first question and second question is uh, uh, tadi Kak Nadia ada cakap pasal uh, reshoot uh, if it's something happen in the film when we edit it so we have to reshoot then how the how we overcome the budget budget yeah. good question Okay, I'm going to answer the second question dulu Because the first question I'm not sure uh, Nak jawab macam mana dulu The reshoot tu macam Okay, so where we had our budget uh, We had an, an, uh, uh, an amount in place Tapi we also put some buffer for marketing And also reshoots So when you plan the film Kita dah plan semua benda dah So not just the production of them Sampai end of production and anything So kita plan post marketing and distribution and also uh, a very very limited amount for the reshoot so reshoot to actually I, uh, we plan like okay we'll have like three days worth of reshoot punya budget tapi when it came down to it the marketing was more important and so we made the decision okay kita reshoot sikit je tapi the rest kita pump balik to marketing so yeah Tapi to answer the first question, I think I think marketing, which are, when you don't have people doing it for you, is the hardest part lah. Because kita tak tahu nak spend duit kita kat mana kan. Kita ada, like, not a lot. And then, of course, semua orang kat luar sana ada opinion. Macam, eh, kalau tak tahu nak market film, baik jangan buat. Baik buat telemovie je, baik buat astrophers je. Like, oh my god, guys, like, seriously. Eh, kenapa macam... And then, it, I mean, this is like the god honest truth of, like, social media lah. You have to, like, stay away, but you have to know juga. You can't, like, not know at all. It's like, everybody has an opinion, and then you're like, okay, I need to shut off social media for a while, and then, like, your parents start sending you texts from their friends, like, eh, anak you punya film kan, kenapa tak buat macam banner, macam sangkar kat Astro tu, kan? Macam, maybe orang kan tahu, macam, eh, tak ada billboard pun, siapa kan, apa kata you tell your daughter, uh, film ni kena ada billboard. Dia macam, apa kata you, macam sangkar, like, everybody at that time, macam, like, what's comparing, kenapa promotion korang bukan macam sangkar? And, yo, macam mana nak compare benda tu, sangkar adalah gabungan tiga big studio. So benda tu tak boleh compare Tapi benda tu kita tak boleh cakap juga Kita kena macam Oh kita hanyalah filem yang berbajet comel Whatever Lepas tu semua orang macam tak puas hati Kau rasa berbajet comel So kenapa nak buat filem Buat je lah telemovie It's like It's uh, Benda tu susah juga So macam actually Tekanan uh, Peras uh, Macam teka- Emotionally is hard For both parts Production and marketing juga Zat Zat Yang first tu Siapa nak jawab tak? Apa advertising ke filmmaking tu lagi susah? So kalau tanya filmmaker, mestilah advertising susah. Kalau tanya yang yang biasa kerja marketing advertising, dia akan cakap filmmaking susah. So dan advertising tu bagi saya kalau ya kalau ada duit dia akan memudahkan lah. Tapi kalau filem ada duit pun tak semestinya memudahkan. Ada juga filem yang ada duit banyak tapi filem tu tak best. Ada juga. Tadi apa lagi? Ha, mungkin satu lagi kot soalan ha. One very very final question Ada siapa? Okay um, Saya nak tanya berkenaan dengan uh, penulisan 
uh, as a writer kita tak boleh nak expect semua orang uh, accept kita punya idea so as I'm as a script writer saya daripada 2008 uh, been writing for TV and uh, station TV lah and then until 2011 baru my first tally uh, diterima so uh, untuk kita as a writer hidup dalam zaman sekarang yang perlukan duit adakah kita perlu start dengan idea yang kita nak push ataupun kita kena ikut uh, asalkan kita dia being paid by the TV station and the production saya jawab eh so uh, kalau untuk survive banyak duit just follow apa yang TV nak lah So tu tu di mana datangnya duit macam saya pun banyak banyak dapat job pun sebab tulis untuk TV. Dan untuk membuat sendiri untuk TV tu memang payah sebab kita kena faham filem dengan TV lain. Orang yang kerja di station dengan orang yang kerja untuk filem dia punya pemikiran lain. TV dia nak rating. Dia tak kisah cerita tu apa, cerita tu bagaimana atau pengulangan yang penting ratingnya tinggi. Tapi untuk orang kerja fi, uh, yang filem ni dia lain sikit lah Kita boleh panggil yang um, filem ni untuk kepuasan So tak salah buat dua-dua Lagi-lagi as a writer um, dia, Sebenarnya um, kerja writer ni dia seronok Sebab saya pun start as writer Sebab uh, kita boleh buat dua-dua tanpa ada, ma- tanpa ada masalah Tanpa ada konflik dan kita boleh set time kita dengan mudah Sebab kita duduk seorang kat rumah Kalau nak bikin tu yang payah Kita kena ada satu projek dalam satu masa So untuk duit TV, commercial Film kepuasan ya. Yeah. Okay, I think sampai situ je our discussion about okay. Fadil nak sebut tajuk forum ni, <laughs> the winding road making your first feature film daripada kita punya pendek-pendek yang pengalaman juga lah. So thank you guys for uh, attending and discussing this uh, for topic with us. So thank you very much. So, okay. Everything is okay, I just wanna play